Good morning, I'm Claire Mulman here. Our website is cwowi.eu, Church Without Walls International. We are part of a worldwide network of house churches. Go to our website, cwowi.eu, and you will find a lot of articles. You can go when you are very well, uh, good speaking English. The English site is cwowi.org. You will find a lot of articles about house church, about relationship-based faith. You can go to YouTube and find a lot of articles about that too. By the way, uh, if you also go to our website, you will find a lot of articles translated into many different languages, which can be a help if you are not that fluent in English. And I do my best to speak English, and you probably notice that I am not original. Uh, speaking uh, English person. I am Dutch. Okay, today I was led to read um, with you Psalm 91 or to, in my preparation. Uh, I was reminded of Psalm 91 and I want to read a couple of scriptures with you and I hope it will be a blessing and it will help you because I don't know what situation you are, but I know there are many people who are going through tough times and it's tough, right? It's, it's a tough time. The world is getting crazy and so many things are happening. And when you watch the news, you think, oh boy, how will it all work out? Okay, Psalm 91, verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And even that verse, first verse says a lot. It says, he who dwells. When you dwell somewhere, it means you live there. So this is the house we we live here in Vesper. We This house is where we dwell, where we live. It's not a place that we rent for vacation or holiday or whatever. It's not a place that you go to now and then, but it's a place where you live. So when you live in the secret place of the Most High, and the Most High is the word, well, um, yeah, okay, for later, the secret place. Secret place, that's an interesting word. Maybe when you've been to the Netherlands or maybe you are familiar with Corrie ten Boom. Um, she had a hiding place during the Second World War, a hiding place where many uh, people were hidden from the Germans, Jews, but also non-Jews. Um, Corrie ten Boom, maybe you have watched her video and maybe you've been to Harlem to see the hiding place because it's actually still there. You can go there and I really recommend it uh, uh, if you by any means uh, decide to go to the Netherlands, go to Harlem and visit the Corrie ten Boom house and see the hiding place. It's amazing because uh, Jews were hidden there. There was, a, was a, a secret wall and people could go in there and then there, they could be there. There was a little bit of water, a little bit of food and so on. And they could hide themselves and be safe from the enemy. And that's what it says here. When you dwell in the secret place of the Most High... And I was thinking about when I was young, when I was like in high school, so between 12 and 16 years old, I was 14 or 15, I think. I was the only one in my class who was a Christian, a born-again Christian. Uh, well, I didn't know about the others. No one talked about it. Although it was a Christian uh, school, I remember it wasn't always easy. You were kind of ridiculed and left out because I was different. I didn't curse. I didn't smoke. I didn't uh, uh, use weed or whatever. Hashish was something that was really uh, in in the early 70s, late 60s. So then you were different and people kind of keep you aside from them and, and, and whatever. And when you are young, you want to feel to be a part of something, right? So I remember many times... Uh, during uh, when I went, went to school, I had a little Bible. Here, I show it. I still have it here. Small Bible, a pocket Bible. I think you could hold it like that. 
it says, okay, I got it in 9 September the 9th of 71. So I was 15 years old then. And I always carried it with me. And when I had it an extra hour or in between uh, the two classes, I, I went somewhere, sometimes even to the bathroom, <clears throat> when I needed a place to be quiet, when no one was there, no music, no whatever. And I just went to that secret place and just read and read what the Lord said about me and how who he is and that he is for me and not against me and that he lives in me and stuff like that. And I fed myself and I recharged myself. That's what I remember very distinctively. It was a good time. But of course, it doesn't mean when you, uh, when you dwell in the, in the secret place, doesn't mean you always have to go to a certain place because he lives in you. He lives in your spirit. So you focus your mind on your spirit and on the presence of the Lord there. That's what you do. He says he, when you dwell there, when you live there in the secret place of the most high, the most high is the word, uh, the most high is, uh, what is it? Elion. Elion, the most high, it means he is the highest. There's no one that is higher than him. He is the highest of everything. He's far above. Ephesians uh, talks us about that Jesus was seated at the right hand of God, far above every principality, rulers, and so on, far above. So he is the most high. And when you know that, when you are there in your hiding place and you think about who God is and as things are going on around you, but you focus on the one who lives in you, who is the most high, there's no one that is higher than he is. So he shall, they shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In the word abide is even... Uh, another, it's another word and dwell there. Abide means it, you make your home there. You know, you can have a house to live in. There are many people living in a house, but it's not their home. They didn't make it their own. But when it is your home, you feel at rest, at peace. You can take off your shoes. You can be yourself who you are. So that's it. You can abide. You can be yourself and you are there under the shadow of the Almighty. And here the shadow, a shade, he will protect you from the heats, you know, of the sun and from the rain or whatever, you are under the shadow of the Almighty. The Almighty, the word is El Shaddai, and it's a different word, word than Most High, El Elyon, but God is also our Almighty, El Shaddai. It says here, um, it's, uh, the name occurs about 50 times in the Old Testament. It was known to the patriarchs. Uh, it means mighty, unconquerable, but it also, El Shaddai is the all-sufficient God. He is eternally capable of being all that his people need. Think of that, eternally capable of all that you ever need. Do you need anything? Do you need food? Do you need electricity? Do you need whatever? Do you need people to be there in your life? He is the all-sufficient one. He is more than enough for you. He will take care of you. That is what he is saying. You can abide, you can make your home there under his shadow because he is the all-sufficient one. And I know something that, you know, really a miracle what the Lord did in one of our friends uh, during COVID, he couldn't work. So there was no money uh, in the natural to go out and, and buy some groceries. But he had hundreds dollars or euros or something like that in his pocket and he used it to buy food. But then later when he looked through in his pocket, he still found that hundreds, that bill of hundreds, let's say euros. And he thought, oh, I thought I used it for groceries. Maybe there was another hundred one. But he used that one for groceries and he was sure that one was gone. 
But when he, when he came later, he looked again in his pocket and there was another hundred bill, a bill of hundred. And it went on and on till he had money until he could provide for himself. So the Lord made, he made money. I don't know how he did it, but he provided and he, he has shown himself to be the all, the almighty one, the El Shaddai. And that's what they did. He and his wife, they knew that God was their provider. And they said, Lord, we don't know how we're going to make it, but you will provide. And we take the refuge. We dwell in the secret place. We are there with you. We abide there. We make our home there. Then it says in Psalm 91 verse, by the way, read Psalm 27. I want to go there too. An amazing Psalm. It's the Psalm of David. He says, the Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? It's good to say that, to tell that yourself, okay, he is my strength. He is my light. Whom shall I fear? He is more than enough for me. If God is for me, who shall be against me? Okay, when they, it says, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh and my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. And though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war may rise against me. In this I will be confident. And one thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek. What is it? That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord. To inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. Again, David knew that secret place. He knew that God was his secret place. And when there is trouble, he went to that secret place. And he says here to inquire in his temple, but we are now the temple of God, right? So he lives in you. So that secret place is in you. The presence of the Lord is there. So when you look into your, your spirit, you will find there's peace. There is provision in your spirit. Okay, back to Psalm 91, verse 2. Uh, he says, I will say of the Lord, so something that you declare, that you say, that you know, he is my refuge, right? The Lord is your refuge <coughs> and the, your fortress. And in Proverbs 14, 26, it talks about that refuge. It says, in the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence and his children will have a place of refuge. Refuge means a shelter. A protection, a fortress, a place of trust, a shelter from the storm. It's also a place of trust that you make the Lord trustworthy, that you, uh, that you know that you can, he can be trusted. And when you know that, uh, that is a shelter for you. So I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I shall trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feather, and under his wings you shall take refuge. That's it. You feel in a secret place. You know you come under his wings. That's what you sometimes do consciously. Say, okay, Lord, so much is going on in my life, in my family, in the world. And I don't know. There's heat, the heat of the, you know, uh, what does it say in one of the Psalms? It says there is a heat. I have written it down, but I can't find it anymore. It doesn't matter. Okay. That he protects us from the heat of the sun, you know, and from the, from the storms that are there. He is our hiding place, our protector. And he says, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. A shield, when you look up the word shield, it means it was a large shield. It, it was a shield that covered the whole body. 
So his truth, whatever he says, what you know about him in the word, what you know about him personally, how you know that the Lord is your is your is the most high he's the highest god there's no one higher than him he is the almighty one the all-sufficient one he knows how to take care of you he's eternal capable of being all that you need and when you know that that truth shall be your shield you are protected by that truth so the the the, the, the uh, whatever the enemy does the lord is your protector he shall be your shield and your buckler And again, in verse 9, it says, Because you have made the Lord my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place, no evil shall before you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. So it's something that you have to make. You have to make the Lord your secret place, your dwelling place. You go there and say, Okay, Lord, I know what's going on around me, but I know that you say in, in Romans 8, who shall separate us from the love of God, right? And that in all things we are more than conquerors. And you are the most high God. You are the all-sufficient one. So I dwell in that secret place. I remain, I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That is my seat. I can be myself there. You can be retreat yourself and be with the Lord and give him your peace and, and let him talk to you, give him his word, his truth. His truth, of course, can be, you know, the word from Genesis till till uh, what is the revelation, but also the truth that he speaks to you. Those truths are your shield and your buckler, and they protect you when things are hard. And, uh, okay, I hope that is, there's so much more to say and, and to, to say about this, about his truth. But, okay, go to Psalm 91. I encourage you to also read Psalm 27. It will be a blessing to you. Hope to see you next time. Bye-bye.